Hi, welcome to Three Dog. You're listening to a flow class taped live in our studio. When you're ready, grab a mat and let's get started. All right. Are we rock and rolling? Are we ready? Well, we have begun down dog. Please join us when you're ready. A long, slow breath in through your nose. Take it all the way to the top. Pause there. And when you need to let it out, open your mouth, let it go. I'm just going to do a couple more of those where you pay attention to getting that full breath in, really expansive through your rib cage. And a little pause before you just open your mouth and clear it all out. Yeah, so you're going to clear any stuck energy today. That is the plan. And if you don't have anything that's stuck, you know, it's still going to work. It's going to get. One more round of breath like that. And just really open your mouth with this one and let your jaw just go real wide. And steady into rhythm of breath that's just ujjayi, moving through your throat, you're drinking breath in, you're pressing it out. And small action here. Inhale, lift your heels way up. Elevate, exhale, drop them way down. And that is totally uh, you know, your relative way up and way down. It's the biggest movement you can make of lifting. And there's chances you're going to be clearing out some Rice Krispies in your feet and ankles here. That's good. But you've got this long, slow movement of the inhale, hiking the hips up. We're lifting the heels, but really we're lifting the hips. And a long, slow exhale, dropping heels down, hips back. One more of those. Let's see our nice rhythmic flow. We know that one, right? Now a little vibratory work. So you can just start to just bounce. So it's just heels in a really small, like it's just contrast that with like the smallest little uh, bounce. You can bring the heels up and down. And it's a totally different sensation. You're still breathing. We're not trying to match anything with the breath. But you're just going to shake things loose and really intentionally fast, short, not necessarily sharp action. You want to think like bouncy action. Good. Three more of those. Just really nice and bouncy. Then you can let the heels drop down. Press your hands down and forward. Stay. Be still. Breath in through your nose and open your mouth to let it go. Look forward and walk forward into ragdoll. And bend your knees and let your chest and thighs come together or... Maybe you take the uh, the arms between chest and thighs, but you know, big sway side to side. So again, relative, but as much as you can, whatever motion you can find side to side, 
from foot to foot, leg to leg. And you got big motion of the full body side to side. This is great. One more round. Come on back to center and pause. Let your head get real heavy. Like it's, just, like it's so heavy it's about to fall off the end of your neck. And definitely that's not going to happen. But yeah, I'm just going to imagine that you've got this release at the very top of your neck. Yeah, top of your spine even up between your ears. So further up than what we think of the head and neck connecting. Top of the spine, the atlo-occipital joint. You don't need to know that. That's a bunch of like uh, phonetic salad at that point. But the AO joint right between the ears. That's the, the fulcrum of the movement here. I'm just going to have a little head nod. Just like the little nod of the head. And it's not a lot of motion. It's only happening literally at that joint, like right up between the ears. Right, That's the... You've just got your head moving and again, just a short, kind of bouncy movement. Uh, if this makes you dizzy, don't worry about it. You don't need to do this, but just little, little, little nods, nods, nods. Just like, like you're really into something and you're just like, yes, 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 yes. Like this is the like ultra positivity training here. This is like, like you were the Oprah Winfrey of, uh, like, yes, yes, yes. You get a car, you get a car. You get a head nod, you get a head nod. But then let your head get heavy, particularly the back of the head, top of the brain. Heavy and relaxed toward the floor, breath in. And breath out. Release the hands, walk feet together. It's down into your feet. We've been upside down for a while, so uh, in that case, we're going to bring hands to shins. Just let your hands trace up your legs as you come to standing, arms at your sides. Right, and pause. Arms at sides. Breath in. Breath out. Next breath in, you're going to take your arms way back behind you, far as you go. That's, again, up to you relative. Exhale, arms up and over, back around. So you've got inhale, arms go back, and exhale up. So you're just taking like big, uh, if you're a swimmer, this is a butterfly stroke. If you're not a swimmer, um, you probably remember this from, from being one once, but it's both arms moving together, back and then forward, back and then forward. Just good. And kind of let this become uh, just really a sensory experience. You're pulling the arms way back and up on the inhale, and just kind of let them drop. Up and then let them drop. And if this is not great for your shoulders, feel free to uh, bring it in however you need to. Just a nice little. You can get it to where they're just kind of balancing at the top and then you let them go. Balancing at the top, let them go. One more round. And then they're down at your sides. You're just going to swing them back and forth. Just, just a gentle swinging action. 
Bring this slowly into arms at sides. And then pause, hands at your sides, spread your fingers out as wide. Then a little shake of the hands, a little vibration here of the hands. Just again, nothing sharp. Just really kind of bouncy movement. But you feel really resilient in the movement. But you're definitely moving quickly. And like, and uh, bring this into like a finger flick. Bring it into like you're flicking water off your fingers. Same thing, just real bouncy movement, nothing really sharp. And then spread the fingers wide, pause again. Exhale, hands to heart center, we'll pause for breath in. Breath out, spread your toes, spread your feet into the mat. Anchor down. And we'll flow. Sunny. Inhale, reach up. And exhale, bow forward. Breathe in. Lift halfway, flat back. Plant your hands. We're going to step back, high or low push up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, down dog. Look forward, walk or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in, lift halfway. And breathe out, fold. Drive your feet down, spread your toes. Inhale, reach up. Squeeze your arms, fan your fingers. Exhale, bow forward. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Plant your hands, step back, higher low position. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, down dog. Look forward, walk or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in, lift halfway. And breathe out, fold down and in. Good. Press your feet down, dig your heels and spread your toes. Reach up, mountain. Extend and fan your fingers wide. Exhale, bow. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Plant your hands, step back, high or low push. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, down dog. Look forward, walk or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out, fold. One more round, breathe in, reach up. Breathe out, bow forward. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Plant your hands, 
low position. Breathe in, upward facing down. Breathe out, down dog. Pause here. Breath in through your nose. Go all the way to the top. Hold there. Then open your mouth, unhinge your jaw, stick out your tongue. Look forward, walk or lily hop, top of the mat. Breathe in, lift halfway. And breathe out, fold. Good. Breathe in, Ukatasana, chair pose. Breathe out, bow forward. Breathe in, lift halfway, toe heel your feet, hip distance apart. Pick up your right leg, step it way back, long lunge, breathe in, reach up, crescent. Hands to heart, chest in line with front thigh. Then hands to your mat, step back high to low push-up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, down dog. Breathe in, take your right leg up and back behind you, three-legged dog. Breathe out, bend your knee, bring to your right elbow. Breathe in, reach up and back. Breathe out, bend the knee, bring it across to your left elbow. Breathe in, reach up and back. Bend your knee, tuck the leg tight to your body. Rock forward, knee to chest, big step, long lunge stance. Breathe in, reach up, crescent. Breathe out, hands to heart, chest in line with front thigh. Reach the fingertips forward and step your back foot up. Feet together, breathe in, lift halfway. And breathe out, full. Good. Sit your hips back, Ukkatasana chair pose. Fan your fingers wide. Exhale, fold forward. Breathe in, lift halfway, heel toe your feet, hip distance apart, pull your heart forward, pick up your left leg, extend long, then lightly set down. Breathe in and reach up. Hands to heart, chest in line with front thigh, hands down, then step back, press the floor, low push up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, down dog. Squeeze your left leg tightly. Take it up and back behind you and reach. Every single part of this, you're fully engaged. Bend your knee, bring it to your chest, then rock forward to touch it to your left elbow. Press down on your hands, breathe in, reach up and back. Really extend, reach. Bend your knee, fold it to your chest, rock forward and pull the knee to the right elbow. And then... Back to down dog, extend the leg, reach up like this is the pose you're doing. It is the pose you're doing. Bend your knee, pull it into your chest, rock forward. This is the pose you're doing. Then step. Press down, breathe in, reach up, crescent. Breathe out, hands to heart, chest in line with front thigh, heart forward. Fingertips lightly to the front of the mat, step the back foot up. Breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out, fold. Sit back, Ukatasana, chair pose. 
You're moving your hands through your heart center to avoid swinging your arms, chest to thighs, hands to the mat. Every part of this, you're fully engaged. Breathe in, lift halfway, heel toe your feet, hip distance apart. Heart forward as you pick up the right leg, extend the leg back. That is the pose. Now lower, press into your feet, reach up. Hands to heart center, then to the mat, chest forward. Step back, low push-up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, downward facing dog. A little switch up here. Squeeze your right leg tightly. Take it up behind you. Bend the knee. Pull it into your chest. Then rock forward. Step. Press into your feet. Breathe in. Reach up. Crescent. Breathe out. Bring your hands to your heart. Press into your front foot. Pick your left knee up. Standing balance. Then extend the leg back, tight and straight. Step down and reach up, crescent. Hands to heart center, fingertips up front, press into your front foot to step up. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. And breathe out, bow forward. If you practice making every step you do really intentional, that balance becomes second nature. Sit your hips back, because why wouldn't you want to move with that much balance and control every time, everything? Hands to heart and bow. Nobody comes to the saying, I just want to fling myself around for now. Breathe in, lift halfway, heel, toe your feet apart. I am thinking about opening one of those jumpy houses for that purpose, though. Pick up your left leg, extend it back, foot down, breathe in, reach up. I guess think of like a padded room that we could just like bounce around. Hands to heart, chest and line with front thigh, to the mat. Step back, high to low. And the next door space might be good for that. We got a ballroom too. Breathe in, upward facing dog. <laughs> and breathe out, downward facing dog. But for now, intentional movement. Squeeze your left leg first. Then take it up. No swinging, right? It's a lift. Bend the knee. Pull it to your chest. There's no swinging. There's rocking forward and stepping where you want to step. Press into your feet. Reach up. When you exhale, hands are coming to your heart. You're pressing into your front foot, and it's easy because you already were intentional about it. Then extend back, down, reach, breathe in. Hands to heart, chest and limb, front thigh, fingertips up to the front of the mat, step up, feet together, breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out, bow forward. The way to be ready for anything isn't to try to project. It's to do what you're doing right now really well. Sit your hips back. Ukatasana. No swinging the arms. In fact, we're going to work on that. Hands to heart center. Chest to your thighs. Bow. All right. How many times a yoga teacher? I would be rich if I had a penny for every time I see the arms go back and then swing up and do Ukatasana. Let's stop it. It's sloppy. It's not good for your shoulders. And it's just like keeping you out of being intentional every moment. Breath in. Exhale, sit the hips back. Inhale, come up, lift your chest. Bring your hands to your heart or wherever, but center line. Then reach through your arms. Then bring them back in. Close chest to thighs and bow. bow. End of the exhale. Hips go back. Bring your hands to your chest. Lift your chest, put it in place. Then extend the arms. Hands to your heart. 
chest to your thighs, and bow. Walk your feet wide and have a little ragdoll sway. It really doesn't cost you that much more energy to do it that way. Does that make sense? Like, did anyone feel really aggrieved that they had to do that? I mean, the ukatasana part, I do, I understand. We just get into this, like, rote, I'm doing this, I'm doing this, I'm doing this. It's okay. I do too. Like, I'm saying we in, like, absolutely we. It's not going to help you get present. It's not going to help you get stronger. Bring yourself back to center. Walk your feet together. Place your fingers back behind you on the floor. And now sit your hips back and swing your arms up. Oh, yeah. We did it. Stand all the way up and reach. Mountain pose. Hands to heart center. Pause. Yeah. And when it's intentional, it's almost fun, right? Like It's, like, it's fun when we do it intentionally. Right? But most of the time, we're just letting momentum carry us. And I'm guessing that no one got up this early on a Saturday morning to just like same, same their life. Right? Nobody's like, I'm really just happy with this like laying on the couch thing, so I'll go to yoga. Right? Really happy with just going where life is just going to drag me, so I'll go to yoga. Right? Breath in, sit back and reach up Ukatasana. Breath out, bow forward, hands to heart, chest to thighs. Right? There's an order of operations not to be really strict on you. But to give you the structure, press your feet down, breathe in, lift halfway to do everything really intentionally and well. Plant your hands, step back, high to low push-up. One thing done well leads to the next thing done well. Breathe in, upward facing dog. One thing rushed through leads to the next thing rushed through. Down dog, breathe all the way out. Step your right foot forward. Bring your back foot flat and press into your feet to reach up warrior one. We're going to open out to warrior two. Take your time. Sit low into it. Press into it. Do this pose like it's important to you. Then lift your chest. Then your right arm into reverse. Lift the chest first. Let it drive the thing. When you exhale, cartwheel up. Clock warrior two for a moment. Look to the front of your mat. Then bring your hands down. Step back down dog or low push up. Press your hands down when you breathe in, upward facing dog. Press your hands down and forward when you breathe out, downward facing dog. Good work. You empty. Look to your left hand, left foot steps forward, back foot flat. Sit low in your front leg and reach up to warrior. Sit low in your front leg. Is it low? Stay low as you open it to warrior two. Lift your chest, then take the arm reverse. Bring it up through warrior two. And enhance the mat. Look forward on the floor. Low push-up. Breathe in. Upward facing dog. Breathe out. Down dog. To child's pose. We haven't been there yet today, so go ahead and bring down child's pose. Lay your forehead center on the floor. Unclench your hands. Unclench your teeth. And now we're going to do that again without dragging the feet. So like everything that we've already been working on, like being intentional about how we step, being intentional how we create the postures. You on your mat, 
are going to just figure out in the moment, take the time. I had an extra second. It's like that Ukatasana thing. It didn't take that much. You didn't have to expend that much more time or effort or energy to not swing your arms. Same thing with dragging the feet. It's just because we're just not present. It's not because we're terrible. It's not because we're lazy. It's not because anything like that. It's an indicator of not being present. When you're present, like you do it really well. So one more round of three warriors coming up to down dog. Breath in. Breath out. Look forward, walk or lily half, top of the mat. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Breathe out, lengthen a fold in. Uh, give yourself something to do here. I like hugging it. I like wrapping the arms around. Now sit your hips low, hands to your heart, lift your chest, ukatasana, reach. Use the energy to reach, fan your fingers. Then hands to heart center, chest to thigh, breathe all the way out, fold. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Give your hands something to do on the floor or your shins. Then plant your hands, step back, high or low push. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, downward facing dog. Look forward to your right hand, pick up your right foot, step. Back foot turns flat, press down, warrior one. Sitting low. Warrior two, stay low. Good. Stay in it. Lift your chest, then reverse. Come up to warrior two. Look toward the front of your mat. Bring your hands down, plant them. Pick up the foot. Push the hands down. Take the extra bit of energy. Good. Did you hear that? I didn't either. Breathe in, upward facing dog. And home, I know you're muted, but you did it. Down dog, breathe all the way out. You're empty. Look to your left hand. Pick up the foot. Step. Back foot flat. Breathe in and reach up. That was like ninjas. Open up to warrior two. Sit low. So you're staying low. That never uh, comes up. Lift your chest. Reverse. Sit lower in the front thigh. Bring it up through warrior two. Look to the front of the mat. You bring your hands down, back heel spins up. Now push the hands down and pick up. Low push up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, down dog. Come on down to your knees again, child's pose, rest. The thing about that stuff, it is not like riding a bicycle. Right? Uh, that whole cliche about riding a bicycle, you know, it works because like once you get the the balance of bicycles, that centrifugal force or whatever the physics are about, like that's momentum. It's just going to keep you going. Yoga is not like riding a bicycle. You're going to have to be present every single time. You may learn some skills in your body that you won't have to think as hard every single time. But if you're not every time thinking, I got to push my hands down and pick my foot up and step back, it's not going to happen. You don't learn the skill of an, oh, I'm good. Whether you practice for like a week or 50 years. And that's kind of the beauty of it. 
went up to down dog and take your time just like walk into that pedal out just your down dog get yourself some some space i had a, a yoga teacher training with a really great yoga teacher and i totally respect him he's awesome uh, there's his teaching is awesome he says that like when you're teaching flow you really just got to let people go like they're going to be messy just let them do it like don't worry about teaching them anything and i'm just so i don't believe that i believe we can learn to flow better all of us like in every time but it's because like you know i mean eventually we start learning things like things are messy right but once you get present you learn you build this knowledge the flow does not have to be a mess your life does not have to be a mess like none of it right there are messy times there are things we have to learn and that's a messy process but eventually we can smooth this thing out in that we get stronger physically and our nervous system becomes more balanced look forward walk or lightly hop top of the mat breathe in lift halfway flat back Breathe out, bow forward. Yes, sit your hips back, bring your hands to your heart, lift your chest, Ukatasana. Reach. Then hands to heart center. Send your hip crease way back. We're in a twist, taking left elbow toward right knee, opening the arms. Make a twisting chair, press into your right foot. Grow roots there to pick up your left foot. Without a sound, step it back. Take your time. You don't have to do this like right away. It's not a race. Press your feet down. Lift your chest up. Breath in. And breath out. Bring your back foot flat when you inhale. Come up to warrior two, but do not lose the front leg. Do not lose the front leg. Do not lose the front leg. Bend it, bend it, bend it. Side angle pose. Breathe out. Good. Lift your chest up and away from your thigh. Rebound from your feet. Good. Really good. Sit low. One more breath in. When you exhale, left hand down to the mat. We're going to do this slow. Spin your back heel up. You're in a low lunge. Then right hand to the other side. Press your back foot down. Squeeze your back leg. Press into your hands. Pick up the right foot. Step to down dog or low push up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe all the way out, down dog. Stay here. There's a lot of transitions in that little one, in that little sequence. One we're going to concentrate on on this next side. There's also going to be one like more side. That transition from the lunge up to warrior two, right? The only thing that's moving up there is your torso. The idea is that your leg stays. And uh, again, I've been watching these yoga class things uh, for a long time. I can't even believe like, like 20 years. Uh, most common place that it like, never gets any better is that transition from lunge to word two. Deep in it. You're going to have to sit lower in the leg to make this work. And you're going to have to think about it every time. It is not going to happen. Like it's not riding a bike. So that transition we'll work on. Look forward, walk or lightly hop. Top of the space. Breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out, 
bow forward, wrap your arms around your legs or give your arms something to do here so that they're still present. When your arms are still present now, it's easier to sit back, hands to heart, and then reach up Ukatasana, right? If you're always giving the full body something to do, then you're always going to have your full body engaged in what you're doing. Hands to heart center, slide your hip crease back, twist to your left, rotate, and then open your arms. You got Ukatasana twist, keep sending your hips back, heart forward. Now this is a big transition. We're going to press into your left foot, Pick up the right foot and step back, right? That's the big one, but it's not the hard one, right? Breathe here and just get in tune with your front leg. Lift your chest up away from it so you're not heavy on it right now, but you feel the foot pressing down. Now you're going to just keep the thigh at that altitude while you spin the back foot flat. Just spin the back foot flat. Just spin the back foot flat. Sit into the front thigh. Bring your torso up in our war two. Now you move your feet without lifting out of this. Go right to side angle pose. Breathe here. Chest up. Rebound from your feet to your fingers. Breath in. When you exhale, all we're doing, spinning the chest toward the mat, planting the right hand. Then you're going to figure it out. Plant the left hand. You're in a slow lunge. The back leg. Church of the back leg. Man. Press the back foot down. Squeeze the back leg tight. Pick up the foot. No sound. Getting better on that low push-up. Upward facing dog. Press your hands down. Breathe out. Down dog. Breath in. And breath all the way out. Good work. Look forward. Walk or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in. Lift halfway. And breathe out. Fold. Again, give your arms something or doing this. Whatever you want to do. Just know where your hands and arms are. Press into your feet. We're going to come up to standing mountain pose. Bring your arms up to your center line, right? Have something to do from feet to fingers the whole time you're here. Okay. And then we're going to take eagle. And again, this is going to be like you control the wrap of the arms. You control the wrap of the legs. Right? And that control doesn't need to be rigid. But if we're flopping ourselves around, it's not going to lead to a very balanced pose. And there's no need to get to these things fast or to get them done. There's doing everything that you're going to do with quality. And using the resources you have today, the balance you have today might be very different than your usual. If this is feeling pretty easy today, then you start deepening things. If this is feeling pretty off today, start making your way toward a balanced state that helps you right now. On your inhale, unwind. Take your time. Really reach up, right? So you've got to plan for how you move your body into that reach. And then the left side, you're going to wrap the left arm underneath. And whereas you're not just letting gravity do that, but you have chosen. 
And then like, is that a good rap for you? When it's, you know, it is, and that could be a thing you notice in the moment, or it could be something you need to investigate. Every day is going to be different. Crossing the left leg over top, right? And sometimes that works really well. And sometimes right, there's just a lot to work with. And the idea of getting better at balance isn't that you just perform this in some certain way. That's ballet class. That's a thing. It's a good thing, but it's not this thing. This thing is you getting in tune with what's going on today and how do you use these resources. This time, this space, this body, and what it's working with. Those are your resources. Next inhale, unwind, reach up. That's excellent. Bring your hands together, heart center, pause. Set your gaze at a point in front of you, drishti. You have that one spot that you focus on. And maybe there's an actual spot in here. We we painted these spots. That's what they're for. And you let your eyes get real soft around that spot. So if you don't have a spot. If you're at home and it's just a blank wall, you reuse your imagination. And you had one bullseye target, and then you just soften the eyes around it. Then just like zoom back in. You're gonna use the slow, steady kind of action of your eyes to zoom in, and then to zoom out. And just do this like slow and steady. Like, like jellyfish-like action, like it's just really smooth. Right? You have this incredible visual acuity. This is like just one of those things that we don't even think about that we have, that we have our ability to focus deeply and then to gain perspective. Both things are good. Right? Yoga eye is steady and soft. So you're going to get back to that point where there's that center of your field of vision, your vision soft around it. And the practice of balance, or the practice of uh, even just like stepping out of overwhelm, it can be useful to zero back in, to zoom in on that spot, like when we get a little over uh, overdone. So you can use that technique. Right. Eventually in this yoga practice, we're going to soften everything back out again. But as we take on next pose, tree, root your left foot down, let your right foot slide up. Do not lose that vision point. This is one of the reasons we say do not use your hands. Because if you use your hands, you're going to miss that like kind of opportunity to stay in the drishti. And then let the leg move itself up to whatever degree feels doable but challenging. So if you're kind of playing it safe right now, like get a centimeter, get two, right? Just like that's the, that's the practice of right now. Just a little more than you feel super comfortable with. Then you can take the arms up and take them in like, like, like if it works, right? If you're noticing that today is not your day for that because like, it's not helping your balance, totally fine. And again, you're backing this up. Like if you're just playing it safe, if you're just performing this so as not to fall, there's an energy to that. 
Right. It's like the energy of trying not to strike out versus trying to hit the ball. Right. We don't want to live our lives from a place of trying not to strike out. It takes balance practice of you're trying to make good connection here. Breath in. And then breath out, hands to heart, foot back to the mat, grow roots through that foot, set your gaze. And then like when it seems reasonable, like really reasonable, like you are steady and balanced on two feet, now left foot makes the way up. And first, let it come up to a place that allows you to assess what's going on right now. Not judge, but to, to make an assessment of like, where am I? How am I doing? Then this feels kind of like playing it safe, kind of like your usual little default. Right? Just an inch, half an inch. doesn't have to be a lot. Just a little more. And again, you could find that's not really right for you today. And that's fine. But you found it. And you got arms how you want them in a way that allows you to maintain balance. And just the rigor with yourself of practicing. Okay. Using your resources. Whatever's available to you. All of it. in order to get stronger, to get better, right? To get better, we have to be using all of it. Whether it's a day that you're really comfortable in balance or a day when you're really shaky at balance, right? you're just working whatever that line is. And if you get overwhelmed, narrow the vision. Like if you have to start over again, start with that. Get real focused, then allow that you know, dispersion of perspective. Next exhale, you're just gonna bring yourself in, hands to heart, foot to mat. Have a breath in. Notice what's going on. All the things are happening. Breathe out. Good work. Next inhale, you're gonna reach up, mountain boat. Breath out, bow forward, hands through heart center. You're really paying good attention to the whole body, from feet to fingers. And breathe in, lift halfway. Your hands have something to do here. It can be up to you. Then hands to your mat, step back, high to low push-up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out. Down dog. Breathe in, lift your heels. Breathe out, start to tiptoe baby steps up your center line, but halfway up the mat, do not freak out. It's probably not what you're thinking, so stop thinking. Just tiptoe and lift your heels as high as they go. Just as high as they go, hips high, head low. Breathe in. Breathe out, hips high, heels high, head drop. Look to the back wall. Chin towards your collarbones. There's a head in it, like in it. Then slowly turn to the side you like for straddle fold. Uh, in here, we're going to turn to the left toward the love wall. Uh, you got straddle, and we're going to walk the feet out a little wider than the usual straddle. Not too wide, not toward a split. Heels in, toes out. Take skandasana. And here's the definition of skandasana. We're starting with the hips up at center. So right now, whatever your stance is, your hips are as high as they go with your heels on the floor. 
Then you're going to bend into your right knee. You can walk the hands over or you can get them at center. It's up to you. Uh, but the hips drop low. You're going to feel that. Right? The hips are as low as they're going to drop. Then inhale, bring your hips all the way back up to that center point. Then exhale, they come back uh, to the left. Low again. Low as yours are going to go today reasonably. And then up to center. And again, center is as high as the hips are going to go. Heels on the mat. As you move side to side, you might need to pick your heel up off the mat. That's cool. You might want to flex the other foot up off the mat. That's going to change things a little bit uh, in terms of what you feel. That's fine. You can choose uh, You can choose how you want to feel. Uh, the thing that is making this the Skandasana series is that you're moving up into the f- straddle, then down into the lunge. Skanda is heap or pile, right? and you're making this hill. Or it's also hill. Uh, so up and over, and then up and over. So very controlled, intentional action. And I say this because I spent 20 years watching people just kind of like <laughs> sway side to side with this. There's nothing wrong with that. That's just a different thing. Come on back to center. Once you've balanced both sides, it's very important, balance both sides. Draw your heart forward. Well, if it's important to you, it's important, but it's important to, to me. Turn toes to the diagonals. Now we're going to do something that uh, do a deep squat. So you've got like your sumo squat here, hands on the floor or blocks, whatever you want to do. Now we're going to do the same side to side thing, except your hips are not going to lift in the center. So now you're going from sumo squat to lunge. And the hips are low. It's like just flying low. And there is no uh, little hill that you're making. It's um, the same altitude, side to side. This is table mount. This is like, yeah, just put your side. <laughs> this is <totally> like <laughs> where, wherever you, Whatever plateau you want to be on that side. <laughs> then we're going to call this plateau. <laughs> There's nothing plateau about this. It's pretty deep. Okay. Stay low. And this is akin to that uh, awareness that we have when we're trying to move from the crescent lunge to the side angle pose. We're trying not to raise the hips. Oh, yeah. And uh, some of you, the hips are just bouncing up and down right now. I'm going to tell you that. Think about limbo, maybe. Not limbo like the Catholic thing, but like uh, like there's a limbo stick, center of your mat, and you're just like, stay underneath it. However low you can stay, you can stay. Good. We might should call this purgatory. Might should is a very North Carolina thing. You might should. Come on back to center and let your knees just like, just, just let the hips approach the altitude you want them to have. Walk your feet in one, uh, turn your toes toward the side edge of your mat. You've got just traditional prasarita. You know, fold, straddle. Press your feet down and out. Hands. This is a good example of, of you're always having something to do. The hands are flat on the floor in the traditional variation. And they're walking back toward yeah, maybe being lined up with your toes. Maybe being lined up with your heels. Like heels of the hands and heels of the feet on one line. I won't say it's ideal, but that's where you could be walking toward. That's going to give you arms like chaturanga or arms like tripod. Uh, and then you can can really just be intentional there. You don't have to get there, but 
uh, other things you could do. You could go with a different version of uh, this where you hold the legs or you bring your hands behind you to that uh, bind. Nothing to do, but everything from the soles of your feet, the tips of your toes to the tips of your fingers, from your tailbone to your brain, like all in. Walk your hands forward. Keep walking your feet in as you bend your knees down into a low crouch. A low crouch. That's as close together as your feet are going to get. Close as your knees are going to get. Maybe your heels are down. Maybe your heels are up. Tuck your chin in. We're going again with that uh, chin toward the collarbone, toward that notch in the collarbone, so it's real deep release of the head. Forehead toward your knees. Tuck in. Does anyone else have upper back stuff that goes on here? Does anyone feel this? Okay, good. I just don't want to be alone. I just, I... Breath in. And then breathe out. You're just going to be right where you are. You're going to bring your knees to the mat. So we're shin bones down, knees to the mat. We're all facing the uh, left side. I'm going to just be on the floor with you so that we all uh, face the same way in here. Uh, at home, you have face where we're going to come up to your knees. Good. And then you have shoulder shrug up to your ears. Shoulder release down your back. Press your feet down, lift your abdominals in, and then do that with your right arm only. Big shoulder shrug up to your ear. And then bring the arm back and, and do this like little twist with it. And then bring it back to center up, just back to the start. Then left shoulder up, breathe in. And then take the arm back behind. There's this twist of the upper body that you get. And then you're back at center. We're going to make that bigger. Right shoulder up to right ear. Turn. There's your right heel back there. You want to lean back and, and just touch it. Then pull yourself back to upright. You're not letting gravity pull you. You're pulling yourself. Then left shoulder up to your ear. Turn. Tap. And then pull yourself back. It's like your arm is an oar that you're pulling through water. You come back. Vivid imagination here. Bring your right shoulder up to your ear. Turn. Tap right heel or left heel. And pull yourself back up to center. Breathe. Left shoulder up to your ear. Breathe out. You come back. You touch the left heel or right heel. Back up. At center, pause. Just put the brakes on. Breathe in both shoulders up to your ears. And then both shoulder blades down your back. Camel, maybe you touch your heels. Maybe you touch your hamstrings. Maybe you bring your hands to your hips. Breathe in. Hug the elbows toward one another or the arm bones toward one another. When you breathe out, abdominals in to bring you up. And then hands to the floor. Bring your knees apart. Sit down into a straddle. However you want to get there is totally fine. I like to go through frog. Maybe you don't. Totally cool. You know, lift up. Walk your hands out down the center line of the mat. Fingertips planted. And take your rib cage side to side. So we're back through this just like smooth gliding action. But as much as we would like to be uh, kind of swaying at a, you know, at Woodstock, uh, we can bring it back into more of a controlled 
you know where your kid's going. You're tr- we're not gonna say trying, but the the intention would be when you're coming up and down through this. So that looks Skandasana. We're pulling the heart forward, and then we'll bring the rib cage over to the inner thigh. Pull your heart forward, rib cage toward the other thigh, and you're really more than swaying side to side. You're tracing this semicircle that's bringing you deeper. And as you draw the heart forward, you might find that you walk your hands a little further out in front. That's cool. You may find that's not happening. That's also cool. You're really trying to get your rib cage over there. You might like tap it to the thigh. You might not, but it's going. It's more than just side, 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 side. You've got a path that you're on. Then you're coming back to center. And arms at center, head at center. If you got blocks you want to put underneath your arms or your head, go for it. You bow into this. Something to consider is how much you can draw forward rather than curl in toward your legs. Draw your heart forward. And uh, if, you, if you're a flopper and you want to put your navel center on the floor, great. Navel center is pulled as far forward as you go before you drop down. On an inhale, so slow rising up. Walk your hands in, sit upright, as upright as you get right here, right now. Breath in, spread your rib cage. Breath all the way out. And that exhale, let yourself kind of roll back to the back of the sitting bones. Legs come in, we're going to go uh, knees in toward the chest. Wrap your arms around your knees, tuck your chin in. And then the arms wrapped around the legs. Uh, just whatever way you can. Curl your spine, navel toward the spine. Rib cage toward the wall behind you. Breath in. And breath all the way out. Slow release of this. You can come down onto your back towards Shavasana. Uh, but not quite there yet. You're going to extend arms and legs in the air. First thing you're gonna do is just stack everything and imagine stacking your bones without the muscles holding them up. So you just take a moment, sacrum level, shoulder blades level, those are your foundations. And then you just feel like the leg bones are stacked, the arm bones are stacked, the, the toes and fingers are just elegantly stacked on hands and feet. Spread your toes, spread your fingers, and from the toes and fingers down, tighten up through the legs and arms. Not everything is alive and awake, and probably your, your core body just came online for sure. Right. Keep that. You're going to roll your wrists and ankles, though. 
So the arms and legs still really tight, wrists and ankles, they're mobile. Hands and feet are mobile. The knees and arms, knees and elbows are still straight. Then let the knees and elbows get a little soft. And you're going to let the arms and legs move from shoulders and hips up through fingers and toes. So everything's going to start to, again, go back to that vibration and that little bouncy quality of vibration. It's a real small movement. But not rigid, not sharp. Everything's just kind of moving and feels kind of groovy. Then you're just going to softly, arms and legs start to you know, slow and still the action without getting tight. And again, you're back to that delicate, fine balance. You feel your sacrum, you feel your shoulder blades, breath in. When you breathe out, you bring hands to your center line, navel and heart. Slowly bend your knees, soles of the feet to the mat. They make contact when they land. You feel the floor underneath your feet. Feel your feet on the floor. Spread them out. Spread your hands over your body. Feel your breath. And then you'll slide out into Shavasana. Go ahead and slide directly to Shavasana. Like the do not pass, go. Slide in. Pause there. Have a breath. And let it go. And then, of course, if you need to move, if there's anything you need, any finishing poses that just absolutely like, this is your Saturday, you want to do it, cool. Uh, but you gave yourself that opportunity to just rest and feel. Before being pulled along by habitual force, right? Whether that habitual force is just rote routine or it's our brain saying, you should, you should, you should. It's just something that keeps us out of present moment awareness. Keeps us out of the acknowledgement of what resources, what reality is right now. What's the purpose of this moment for, for my time here? Which are all things that help us get better at yoga, but more importantly, get better at life, our enjoyment and satisfaction in life. Take these moments, enjoy your life.
few moments to breathe, to be here. If you happen to still be in Shavasana and can hear this or you take your time coming to seated. If you happen to be in Shavasana and asleep, good work. Won't be the first, won't be the last. But we'll meet in seated. For those of us alive and present, we'll draw hands together at heart center. And raise thumbs to forehead center. Super great, y'all. Namaste. Well done.